It's Tuesday, July 10th, 2018. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, recently in June, we had the opportunity to host yet another kids camp for 10 children that were coming to us from Columbia and specifically with our partner, Fauna. And so we have just had the awesome opportunity really over the last year to partner in so many strategic ways with Fauna through camps here in Birmingham. And this last camp that was June 9th to 27th in Texas, as we hosted 10 kids with Fauna with Here I Am Ministries. And through this hosting, we were just grateful to see these 10 families wrap or these eight families wrap around these 10 children all throughout Texas from Houston to Brenham all the way to Austin. And so we are joined by Farah Poe and Meredith Crawford, and they are going to give us an overview of this camp, the children, and how we can get engaged going forward now that this hosting camp is over. So Meredith, first, just give us an overview of the camp. What were some of the things that the children experienced, some of the opportunities that they had while here in the United States and specifically in Texas? Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you, Herbie. And just like you said, we did host 10 kiddos from Columbia with Fauna, which is an institution in Bogota, Columbia. And while we had a total of 10 kiddos, we had eight host families that started preparing for these kiddos months in advance. And they would get home study reports completed and education. And um, many of our families were host to advocate families, meaning they want to be advocating to find these families or find these children forever homes. But we also had some families open to host to adopt. And so there's definitely that option there when families are hosting and participating in programs like this. But um, overall, Fair and I got to go out there and we um, really got to visit these families and um, get to learn about these kiddos and kind of what their uh, dynamic looks like inside a family home. And um, the children are definitely prepared in that this is a vacation program. That is actually what they call it in Columbia. But um, they're not prepared that this is a time where you're going and you could be adopted those aren't their expectations at all. It's more of a, hey, we want to take you on this special trip to teach you about American culture and learning what it's like to be um, kind of in a family dynamic. But so it's just more of an educational trip for them. And so expectations are good there. But again, um, we definitely just want to use these kind of programs to advocate for these children, meet with different church partners in Texas. And um, we're just really excited to um, share with it everyone about how it went and just um, advocate for these kids. And Meredith, I know that that while there, you and Farah not only had an opportunity to get to meet these children, to spend time with these families, to go to many of the events where we hosted families from across Texas to learn more about Columbia and Fauna and our specific relationships in Columbia, uh, but you also had the opportunity to meet with our team. Soraya was here, Elena from Fauna. Talk about just the importance. I know you working with so much of our international adoption program to Columbia, how important our team and relationships are on the ground to seeing these camps happen as well as just to working in Columbia. Oh, absolutely. It was a huge, just eye-opening experience, I think culturally too. Um, For example, we visited a family. I was with Elena, who is the 
uh, director of FAUNA, the institution in Bogota. And I got to take her to a family where it was a larger family and just understanding how that works and just getting to learn about um, different family dynamics seen in the U.S. where it may not be as common in uh, Colombia. And then Soraya being here, she's such a, like, Colombians are so relational. And so I think it's just a huge um, benefit when we can go ahead and connect families with our team on the forefront, just to know who's going to be with them throughout the whole process and guiding them in country and who's advocating for the kids and just putting, you know, faces with names and building those relationships. And it's huge. And I know Elena and Soraya were really excited and thrilled to meet these families and see their hearts for um, advocacy and um, potentially adoption. Yeah, and I know even as we think about that and the relational component, it's so great for our partners like Fauna to see these families, to see what an American family looks like, to see the awesome families that the Lord's allowing us to work with and, and to be able to to partner with, to find homes, forever families for these children. And so, Farah, I know that we got to see 10 kids come, and I know some of those kids, those host families have actually felt led by the Lord to adopt them, and some are still praying. Talk to us about these 10 kids, where they are, and, and kind of what are their needs, and how can, we, how can we begin today start to advocate for them? Yeah, we're so excited that um, two families are moving forward. Um, one of our families is adopting a brother and sister, and then one of our families is actually adopting a 15-year-old boy, and so we're so excited to see what the Lord does in their lives, and um, you know, just praying for them through the process as well. Um, all of our kids come from different regions around Columbia. And so before camps, we um, get to know the kids a little bit. Fauna's social workers and psychologists are actually able to go and meet the kids just so we can know a little bit about their personalities and who they are as we begin to prepare families. And then before coming to the United States, they actually have about a week-long camp at Fauna. And that helps the caregivers get to know them, prepare them for what it means to travel and prepare them for the American culture. So we've seen that is just huge for the kids because Fauna is already preparing their expectations when they come and teaching them, okay, this is kind of what a family dynamic looks like. And then when they get here and with the families, they're kind of prepared for, okay, what does it mean to, you know, be a part of a family and what does that look like day to day? And so that's really great. And I think that has really just helped our kids to have a good understanding and see family dynamics. And then when they're adopted, they already have that foundation to build on. And then, yeah, like I said, three of our children are being pursued. Two of our host families are actually praying through um, moving forward. And so we would just ask you guys to pray with them. Um, this is a big step, a big decision, and we definitely want to make sure that, um, you know, they're following the Lord's will in that too. So I know they would covet those prayers. Um, and then we have three more girls. They're around 10 to 13 years old that are still needing to be advocated for, still needing families. Um, very sweet girls. Two of those actually live at Fauna, and they've been there for a couple years now. And so we've just been able to get to know them and know their personalities, um, know what they're like. And I think that's definitely helped us advocate for them. And then we have an 11-year-old boy as well who is in need um, of a family. And like Meredith said, we got to spend a lot of time with these kids. Um, and, you know, for being here for two and a half weeks, we got to see them very happy. We got to see when they were tired. Um, we got to see a whole range of their personalities. And I think that really helps us as we're advocating and telling people about the kiddos. So we would love to share more. Definitely look um, in the next few weeks on social media as we're advocating 
for these specific kiddos and sharing information about them. And one of the beautiful things, even with partnering with Fauna that we know very as, um, you know, we've seen that these children, while they know they're just on a vacation program and, and they don't feel like they're on spectacle, they know this is an exchange program. We also know that their desire is for a forever family. And I know even from our last camp that we did in Birmingham, we've seen video of these children getting told for the first time that there's a family for them. And to see that these these aren't children that are, are just whimsical and thinking, oh, well, it, it doesn't matter. Their, their longing desire is for a family. And so uh, we feel like a steward of that dream on their heart to help them find a family. And so like, like Farah said, make sure you're looking on social media as we are advocating for these three girls and this one little boy that, that, we, that we desperately want to find a Christ-following, Christ-exalting family to bring them into their home. And you know, one of the things that we also have is we have an opportunity to host even more children before the year is over. And so uh, through ICBF and the government of Columbia, they've actually asked us to host another 20 families throughout the Southeast. And so there's opportunities that your family could host one of these sweet, precious children from Columbia. And I know there's a process that goes into that, but uh, Ashley and, and our three kids will be leaving actually in three days to go to Columbia as a family. And one of the things that we're going to be doing is, is, is meeting some of the children that the Colombian government would like for us to host, that our partners La Casa and Fauna would like for us to host. And, and so, Meredith, just talk a little bit about what that process looks like. Uh, what are we looking for in hosting these 20 children? How could families get engaged if the Lord was pricking their heart to host either for advocacy or to host for adoption one of these children? Absolutely. And like you said, I mean, there's that that option there. You want to host to advocate, which a lot of our families do. And the Lord can change your heart along the way and just being open to that. Or some families are, hey, we have the intention to adopt. We just don't know if now's the time or if we should wait. This is a really good opportunity to see, hey, maybe we'll host this child host to advocate, but just kind of seeing what age range um, we are capable with and for. Um, but the whole process, if that is, you know, on your heart, please, please connect with our team quickly because the year is already flying by and it's going to be before we know it. And these kids were, were, I think, looking to host them in November to December. So the end of the year, but we do have to put together the hosting report. So it's kind of a mini version of a home study and that you'll do some education, get some clearances and have a social worker come out and just do a home tour. And that's just to ensure the safety. So we're meeting those guidelines with ICBF to make sure we have families um, for these kiddos. And then we'll also be in the process of reviewing files with you as we learn about kiddos. Like Kirby said, they're going to be visiting different potential kiddos who are um, being approved for the hosting program. And that's where they evaluate, okay, is this child in an emotional and stable state to participate in a vacation program? And so they really pour a lot of preparation and, um, you know, thought into which children are hosted. And sometimes there are children who've been hosted multiple times. And so that's a real burden on our team's heart to really advocate for these kids and go to bat and find them the best families and learn about what family dynamics they will thrive in. And um, we need your help. Absolutely. And so even if you're not, you know, open to hosting or things like that, there's a ton of ways to get involved. So our team would love, love, love to connect with you more about that. So you can definitely reach out to the Kids Camp email, which I believe is kidscamp at lifelinechild.org. Um, or you can reach out to me or Ferry. You can find our emails on the Lifeline website. But we'd be happy to talk with you through potential opportunities in the Southeast to, to host kiddos for about two, two and a half weeks. 
Yeah, so I really would just encourage you to go on our website. Uh, it's kidcamp at lifelinechild.org. You can email that address. You can always just reach out to us at info at lifelinechild.org and put in the subject that I want to host a child from Columbia. But we need families. And, and like uh, Meredith has said, we need those families. And Columbia does such an excellent job at preparing these kiddos and these children for coming. And, and that's one of the things that Ashley and our kids were just excited about doing is meeting some of these kids that are available for hosting in November and December. And so really, we're looking for families from the southeastern United States, including uh, Texas. And so if that fits you, if you're in the southeastern part of the United States, if you would like to host one of these kids, please get with us as soon as possible. Again, at kidscamp at lifelinechild.org or at info at lifelinechild.org. And so, Fair, there's a, good, there's a good chance that the folks that are listening to this podcast will say, well, that sounds great, but I'm really not called to adopt. I'm not called the host, but I'd love to advocate for these kids, both the 10 that came to the Texas camp, but also some of these 20 that are left to be host before the end of the year. How are, what are ways that people can partner with you guys to, to advocate for these kids and to help you in finding Christ-exalting, uh, gospel-mission-centered families for these children? Yeah, and we definitely know that not every family is called to adopt, and that's okay. But I think we are called just, you know, to share the love of Christ with these kiddos. And one of the ways is us being their voices, um, so advocating for them, telling other people. Um, just, I think, talking to your church and your small group and your friends and letting them know of this opportunity has been just a huge way that we've gotten families involved. I would say as we were looking for families in Texas, it was just very much word of mouth. One person hosted the year before and told their friends and we got several families that came and wanted to host that way. And I think just, um, you know, as you see posts on social media, just sharing those um, with, with your friends, with family members, um, and just getting the word out. I think that's how people are going to get to know these kiddos more. And if you talk to someone and they're interested in adoption or hosting or advocating, definitely send them to Meredith or myself. Um, we love talking to families. We love talking about these sweet kiddos. Um, and so that's definitely you know, some of the ways that you guys can get involved as well. And I think just praying, praying for the kiddos, praying for their hearts, and praying for our team as we seek um, to advocate more for the kids would be a great way that you can get involved, even if you don't feel your family is called to adoption. Yeah, and we are just so grateful, even with the ways the Lord has called our ministry to get engaged with Columbia. And I know that Meredith and Farah know that and have experienced and have even been able to travel to see that the Lord is doing so much in Columbia right now with foster care training and with equipping our church partners to care for the unadopted and children that may never be adopted. But at the same time, the Colombian government uh, has, has really given us this great opportunity to advocate for adoption. They have children that desperately need forever families. And for whatever reason, there's not families in Colombia. And so intercountry adoption may be the only way that many of these children will ever find a forever family. And so Meredith, just even as we close out, I know there are probably families that are interested. They already know that they're called to adopt and they're ready to get on that process now towards adoption. Talk a little bit more about how someone can start that adoption process today. Absolutely. And so we definitely know a lot of families have adoption on their heart. And I think that first step begins with a phone call. I mean, fill out a pre-application on our website and we immediately connect with you guys based on kind of the countries you're showing interest in. So for example, with Columbia, if you reached out and said, I'd like to learn more, it's no commitment at all. It's just, 
hey, I want to know if this would be a good fit for my family here based on these things, you know, what ages, what needs you're open to, what in-country stays you can do. And that's what we want to walk through and just kind of hold your hand through the process of, you know, asking those questions, doing that research. And if you get to a point of, I want to proceed, that's when we, you know, would walk you through what that looks like as well. But I think it just starts with reaching out to learn more and doing a little bit of that research. I'll say this, um, Columbia is not the same program it was just four years ago. It has come so far and it's amazing to see what the Lord has been doing and just um, the relationship we have with the central authority there and that they just want to place, you know, the child's needs first, which is amazing. And they really go to bat for their kiddos and um, it's a privilege working with this country. And so we'd love to talk with you and share our passions with you for this country and these kiddos. But um, again, reaching out to me or Fair or anyone on our Latin America team or Lifeline team, because um, that's, you know, all to say for all the other countries and programs we work in as well. Yeah, so we just want to engage with you in Columbia. Like Meredith and Vera have said, the Lord is doing so many wonderful things. And, and even, uh, like I've said, the Lord has called Ashley and I to take our family with Caleb and Adeline and Emily to the country of Columbia because of all these opportunities that the Lord has given the ministry of Lifeline. And so our family will be able to actually spend 35 days in country. We'll be leading and helping lead part of a mission team to Fauna and to do some caregiver training. We'll be doing some foster care training in Manizales. And then we will also be able to have opportunities. Well, I'll have opportunities to preach in several churches. And then we're ending our trip by doing a pastor's training where there's several churches that are really wanting to get engaged and see how they can get believers in Colombia engaged on behalf of defending the fatherless. And so pray for us and pray for Lifeline's ministry in Colombia. Pray for these 10 children that we just recently hosted in Texas and pray that host families would, would be provided for these other 20 children that want to be hosted before the end of the year. And ultimately pray that the gospel of Christ would go forth to the waiting and vulnerable child in Colombia and throughout the world. We invite you to get engaged with Columbia. And we are so grateful to have such a great team. You've gotten to hear from part of that, Meredith and Fair. These ladies love the Lord. They love what the Lord has called them to. They're passionate, as you can tell. And we are so grateful to be able to, to work together on taking the gospel and manifesting the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children in Columbia and throughout the world. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.